Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today, the province's Minister of Agriculture outlines drought aid for Saskatchewan producers. We also have reaction from the stock growers and the NDP. We have the latest crop report. Regina-based AGT spends $65 million on a grain handling facility near Delisle. It's opening today. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. The Saskatchewan government has announced immediate steps to help producers facing shortages of livestock feed and water due to drought. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says he's asking Ottawa to implement a tax deferral on livestock sales. He says the Crop Insurance Corporation will ensure damaged crops can be put to alternate use for livestock feed. SEIC is working with customers to ensure damaged crops intended for harvest can be put to an alternate use such as silage, baling or grazing. When crops are severely damaged and the praise yield falls below an established threshold level, the yield is reduced to zero. SCIC is doubling the low-yield appraisal threshold values for customers who salvage the, these crops for feed. We encourage grain producers to work with neighboring livestock producers to make feed available. Additionally, we are making changes to temporarily increase the maximum funding to livestock producers can receive from the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program for dugouts, wells and pipelines. Presently, costs related to dugouts, pipelines and wells are funded at 50% of eligible costs to a maximum rebate of 50000 over the lifetime of the program. For the period of April 1, 2021 to October 31, 2021, the maximum rebate for livestock producers will triple. The first 50000 will be based on a 50-50 cost share basis and the remaining 100000 will be at, on a 70-30 government producer cost share basis. This will further help with the development of secure, sustainable water sources for the livestock producers. I also recommend that producers consider contacting the specialists at any of our Ministry 10 regional offices across the province. These specialists are available to provide information on alternative feeding strategies, pasture management, assistance with water testing, and interpretation of feed and water test results. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6-inch eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca And Farmtronics in Regina, your farm electronics specialists. From moisture testers to security cameras, keeping your farm running productively and efficiently since 1977. 380 Henderson Drive. 
The president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association welcomes yesterday's provincial drought aid announcement. Kelsey Elford of Cairnport says the support is good news for a struggling industry. That is an outstandingly good move forward for this uh, drought situation that is that is uh, devastating many producers in this province. The ability to to access feed um, from crops that aren't gonna that aren't gonna be able to yield anything anyways is is a game changer to help things uh, help things through in the livestock sector. We're still going to see a reduction in, in herd size. Uh, unfortunately, there just is no feed out there in, in some areas. But the changes to crop insurance, the enhancement to the farm and ranch water infrastructure program um, are, are good steps forward in, in uh, giving producers the tools that they need um, to get through this drought. And we, we're very thankful that this government is, has chosen to do this, and we look forward to working with them. Alfred also welcomed the support around dugouts. That's uh, through the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program, and federally, uh, I believe there's some, some funding available there as well. The, the issue is lots of times there's grass available. With this heat, the water quality is changing very quickly, and, and producers need to be checking the quality of their water because it can turn toxic for cattle. And in, in a couple of instances, I know producers that have spent north of $100,000 just to bring fresh water to their dugouts. And so the enhancement for a long-term solution for good, clean drinking water um, is, is going to help guys drought-proof, if that's a term I can use, their ranch for, for years to come. Kelsey Alford is president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers. The NDP agriculture critic says the Mo government's drought aid does not go quite far enough. Trent Weatherspoon says farmers need more support for water development projects. The drought that uh, we're experiencing and that uh, producers and ranchers are experiencing uh, is, uh, is really devastating and causing real hardship and stress uh, across, the, uh, across the province with extreme conditions and, and through the southwest. Uh, and so we've been making calls for action on this front. We saw some, uh, a few improvements being brought by the government yesterday, and that's good. But certainly those, um, those improvements don't meet the challenge uh, that uh, producers and ranchers are facing at uh, this time. And, uh, you know, this is a time where we really need to be all hands on deck. We've uh, called for uh, the province to ensure the uh, deferral of uh, federal livestock uh, taxes is standard across the province available to folks um, that are making really hard decisions right now that are moving you know cattle to uh, to market and, you know we're also calling for the improvements to the farm and ranch water infrastructure program what we saw yesterday was a bit of an improvement but the cost share doesn't go far enough and it uh, you know sort of favors some bigger projects there needs to be equity on that front and they need to scrap the PST on uh, the digging of, of water projects as well of, of the dugouts across the province and, and importantly we're like we're calling for agri stability payment rates to be improved the government's really been uh, holding those back when you uh, producers have been united and to convene an urgent drought committee to be working with producers and ranchers at this time because this is a real, real severe situation and if this drought persists all of what I'm talking about right now won't be enough to support uh, agriculture and to support producers and ranchers in, in our province. Trent Weatherspoon is the NDP agriculture critic.
Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. I am joined right now by Kim McConnell. Kim, how are you? I'm great, and I'm excited. (laughs) I wouldn't expect any different. So you were a co-author with Karen Spencer on a paper that was just published uh, through the University of Calgary, the Simpson Center, Alberta Agri-Food Futures. Do you feel that agriculture, although huge contributor to the Alberta economy, the Canadian economy for, for that matter, is sort of, I don't know if underappreciated is the word, but it, we're always chasing, you know, the next thing, you know, tech. And in Alberta, it's all about, you know, how do we get oil and gas to come back? But here's agriculture just doing its thing. Is that, is that kind of how you see it? Uh, yes, but I but again, I'll come back and say, Sean, I think we're more than primary agriculture. And, and too often that when we say agriculture or agriculture and food, that's the perception we think of as primary agriculture. And let's be let's be clear on this is that uh, our strength as an agri-food industry is based upon this very solid foundation of our, ag- our primary agricultural industry. But the opportunities are beyond just the primary agriculture industry. They're in in agribusiness, in the in the food processing, in 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 the investment opportunities. It's, as you and I know, and 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 I think it's time others know. We are the industry of the 21st century. We're we're an industry of jobs. We're an industry of of investment. We're an industry of growth. We're, us and, and forestry are one of few, if maybe not the only, uh, industry that can positively contribute to consumer issues, important consumer issues like carbon capture and climate. And those are things that we often that often get overlooked and and and, are, and, and need to come forward and be able to see. We're an industry of high to- high tech. We're not just urban. We're also or not just rural. We're also urban. And uh, and we're traditional, but we're we're high tech, and we touch everybody. We have a great story to tell, but it's not always resonate. What are some of the challenges and obstacles, Kim, that you see that are are really shackling us from really letting loose and and letting this agriculture and agri food industry all the way from primary all the way up the chain? How do we unleash ourselves? What what's what's stepping in our way? Well, I, I think we have a, there's there's a number. One of them, I I believe, is that we would we would do well with a strong champion for our industry. Uh, Dominic Barton a few years ago uh, initiated that, and you could see the excitement and all the all, all almost the eyes of, of of many people say, "Wow!" I never even thought of uh, agriculture and food as being a, uh, a platform, a catalyst for the eco- Canadian economy. We need a champion. We need our our, our prime minister, our, our our premiers, our senior players, championing the agricultural industry, elevating our awareness both domestically and internationally on the benefits that we we can do. I think I think that would be one of the things. 
we, I, I think we also need to be able to have some, we're, we have a lot of regulations and, and we are very slow on our regulations. Nobody is trying to say go backwards on our, go, go backwards and not have high standards that we must meet. But by golly, we got to go a little quicker than what we are. Uh, if, if, if investments are going to be made in different things, then the municipalities and, and provinces and the country as a whole needs to get on board and be able to go a little quicker than we are. Um, and so I think that's another challenge. Uh, there's there's investment or, or uh, funding challenges, but but I'm I'm personally a little less concerned about that, Sean, because if we have a good plan, and you see the opportunities that we can have, money will often flow to that. But let's make it easy so that the so that the investments can be made and made to be able to so that people can participate and go forward from there. Well put. Kim, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. Infuse some energy into your next corporate event, customer meeting, or conference with Real Ag Radio, Canada's national agriculture radio show. Create a unique experience at your next event with host Sean Haney, broadcasting Real Ag Radio live on Sirius XM, featuring exciting guests, captivating interviews, and the latest news from the agriculture community. Contact advertising at realagriculture.com or call 587-787-1795 to book your on-location with Real Ag Radio today. Apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devon at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in. No appointment necessary or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, partly cloudy. Risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon and tonight, hazy. Wind south 20, gusting to 40. The high today, 32. The low, 17. Friday, sunny and hazy, the high 34, 60% chance of evening showers, the low 19. Saturday, sunny, the high 32, the low 18. Sunday, sunny, the high 34, the low 17. Monday, sunny, the high 33, the low 18. Tuesday, sunny, the high 33, the low 18. Wednesday, sunny, the high 32. Normal high for this date, 25, the normal low is 11. The sun rose at 5.04 this morning. It sets at 9.05 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Maple Creek in the southwest corner at 33. The cold spot way up north, Uranium City at 23. Estevan is 29. Saskatoon, 32. Swift Current, 29. Weyburn, 31. Yorkton is 29. Regina, sunny and 30. That's 86 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 21. Humidity is 43%. The barometer falling 101.0. Sunny and Moose Jaw, 32. Winds are from the south at 30. Once again, Regina, sunny and 30. That's 86 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com. 
and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. The latest Saskatchewan crop reports as fields are advancing rapidly due to hot, dry weather. Provincial Crops Extension Specialist Matt Struthers says prolonged heat and dry conditions has caused crops to be short, thin, and advancing prematurely due to stress. Yeah, there's, uh, there's not a whole lot of change from previous weeks. You know, we've been singing the same tune for quite a while. Um, you know, the hot, dry weather is just forcing those crops to kind of abandon hope of making it to the end of the season, and they're just trying to ripen um, and set seed as quickly as possible. And, you know, we've I've heard of barley fields that aren't even knee-high, and they're starting to head out, so... Um, that's just not good. You know, that affects your yield, it affects your quality and 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 the bottom line for uh, many farmers. So how widespread is the area where crops are short, thin and advancing prematurely? Uh, sadly, it's the entire province. Um, there's, there's reports of uh, short, thin, stunted crops all over. Um, but of course, there are always, there always are little pockets of uh, of good spots, you know, spots that have uh, gotten enough rain either early in the season that the soil had enough to hold on to or they've had rain uh, recently. One that just comes to mind uh, up around the um, Weyburn area, actually, there's a few fields that look like they haven't been touched by the heat, but that'll certainly change since uh, no moisture has been received and, and the heat is going nowhere. So those fields will also start to, to show signs of uh, heat stress. Have you any numbers yet? What kind of yield reduction you expect? As way of numbers, no. There's a lot of you know coffee row numbers coming through from farmers, you know, but nothing solid yet. You know, a lot of that in about two weeks, the beginning of August, um, I suspect that there'll be some combines rolling in some fields, and at that time, it'll be a lot easier to say, you know, the the yield reduction and and quality. Certainly going to be a reduction in both yield and quality, but to say right now, it's it's hard. There's still some fields that have potential, so you have to wait for those ones to uh, make it or break it. What areas had rain this past week? Well, luckily the Foam Lake area got some uh, got some rain and uh, 64 mils and other scattered thunder showers across the province brought some precipitation to uh, areas like Odessa, Moss Bank, and Humboldt. Uh, but those areas also experienced some severe and uh, quite damaging uh, hailstorms. So uh, they, it helped the rain helped, but also uh, that hail decimated many crops. And then uh, Radville and uh, Rock Glen got some rain. Uh, same with Avonlea. Uh, with 22 mils so a bit of rain in other parts of the province you know they either got trace amounts or five mils but nothing uh, unfortunately none of this moisture is uh, enough to offset the the heat and the all the already deficit moisture what were the main causes of crop loss this past week uh, the main causes were uh, again uh, dry soils hot temperatures hot winds um, grasshoppers are have exploded uh, uh, to say or to use a word um, many uh, many farmers are out there spraying them down on crops that are still salvageable. Um, and then, yeah, that, uh, that severe hailstorm that ripped through many parts of the province, uh, you know, along uh, Highway 42 and Highway 11, parts, uh, parts along the highway have been completely mowed down. So uh, that's never good, especially in a year like this where the crop is already uh, damaged and, and behind. How is haying progress? Well, it's coming along good for, for the most part where guys are able to cut uh, where the grass is long enough, but they're sitting at 26% of the hay now cut with 39 uh, either baled or put into silage. Quality is rated as 4% excellent, 48% good, 33% fair, and 15% poor. 
Uh, and in response to the feed shortage this year, the Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation is going to double its low-yield uh, appraisal threshold values for customers who salvage their cereal and pulse crops as feed. Uh, and that's not going to neg- negatively impact your future individual coverage. And so, yeah, any customers who are, are interested in doing that, please local, uh, you know, contact your local uh, SCIC office before you bale or graze any of those damaged crops. The Ministry of Highways also reminds producers that grass is available at no cost for haying in highway ditches and rights of way. Since July 8th, producers have been able to harvest any unclaimed hay without seeking permission of the adjacent landowner. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. AGT Foods and Ingredients is holding official opening ceremonies today for a $65 million facility in Delisle, about 290 kilometers northwest of Regina. The Delisle Terminal Facility and Mobile Rail Consolidation Center will handle a variety of grains and pulse crops. Murad Al-Khatib is the president of AGT Foods and Ingredients. He spoke with 620 CKRM's Ryan McNally. Well, you know, Delisle for us is actually a pretty uh, significant place. It's where the uh, the uh, the railway, the, the Big Sky Railway, actually starts, you know, into our West Central Road and rail network. So, you know, we chose Delisle as the place where we can bring our traffic from the Last Mountain Railway, from Regina to Davidson and up to Saskatoon, and then the West Central traffic. It all consolidates at this new, you know, grain processing and rail consolidation center we built. Pretty exciting project. What are you uh, planning on doing with this facility? You know, this is actually quite interesting. Uh, you know, we are, you know, proud that we were the uh, the winner of the tender for the Saskatchewan government grain car fleet. So, you know, all the Saskatchewan grain cars that used to drive around this country are now owned by AGT. And so what we're going to be enacting now is an identity preserved, traceable, high quality bulk grain handling system. So, you know, we're going to be taking durum wheat and canola and, of course, lentils and peas. And we're going to be trying to put together, you know, high quality, large shipments, uh, you know, into an international network of millers and clients. And, you know, people are looking for high quality Canadian products and bulk vessels are an important part of our transportation system. This investment gives AGT a big bulk capacity, but it's in a different way. Identity preserved and traceable because each shipment stays at each rail car until it hits the vessel. So uh, obviously you're taking a wide variety of grains with this terminal. Uh, what do you hope to make with the grains that uh, end up there? Well, you know, you know, of course, when we t- talk about uh, Durham and, uh, and pulses and canola, and we look at, you know, the, the clients that we have in the world, you know, and I talk about quality and I talk about identity preservation and traceability and food safety, you know, we're really targeting global millers and global oil processors. So, you know, we think there's an opportunity you know, where, you know, we've got very high quality grains here and fair average quality of grains, you know, into an international marketing system where everything gets commingled and blended. You know, we believe that over time, uh, you know, producers and processors like us lose opportunities to create, uh, to capture value. So the Delisle Grain, uh, you know, Handling and, and Consolidation Center is as much about logistics because it's our short line railway systems and our grain cars. But it's also about uh, getting that, you know, characteristic and trait, um, high quality product available for for millers in the world. So, you know, it's going to go to pasta manufacturers. It's going to go to canola oil processors. 
and it's going to go to bakery and and uh, you know milling companies around the world. Obviously, uh, with a tough growing season this year and drought-like conditions likely going to be uh, you know continuing for the next couple of years, does that kind of throw a wrinkle into the plans you have for the Dalal site? Well, you, you know, uh, July 31st of this year will be 20 years since I incorporated a little company in the basement of my house in Saskatchewan. So I'm here for the next 20 years, not for the next year or two. I mean, it's going to be tough, uh, you know, around the province uh, this year. And West Central, Saskatchewan, and the Southwest are looking pretty rough. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, we'll remain uh, optimistic that what's going to come off is going to be high quality. And, uh, you know, what we're going to do is uh, do our best to find uh, the best markets for those. And produce uh, markets for our growers and uh, try and make some margin at the same time. How many jobs are going to be created from this Dalal facility? We, we actually have two things going on. One is, of course, the grain processing. But, you know, as I mentioned, the rail operations are also kind of consolidated there. So we built six three-kilometer long rail tracks so that we have, you know, enough storage and, uh, and uh, spots for, you know, up to about 1,000 rail cars of grain. And in addition to that, we've got our rail car repair, our locomotive repair, in our short line rail operations, we bought another business in Delisle called, used to be called Cobra Manufacturing. So there's going to be about 45 uh, full-time jobs at this uh, at this location. So pretty material for a little community. And, you know, we're pretty excited, you know, about uh, being a, a big part of the economy in that region. And, you know, close to Saskatoon, but a really vibrant rural economy there. Murad Al-Khatib is the president of AGT Foods of Regina. Market Update is brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. And brought to you by Sask Pork. Saskatchewan's growing and vibrant hog industry creates economic spin-offs and career opportunities in our rural communities. Find out more, visit saskpork.com. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola gained $8.10 at $8.77.17. Number one red spring wheat went up $8.11 at $3.74.27. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $3.36.20. Feed barley, $2.54.65. Flax, $6.77.94. Lentils, $7.51.50. Oats, $2.16.53. Yellow peas, 347.27. Feed wheat, 238.84. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, September spring wheat is up 13.5 cents at 8.86 and a quarter cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn, 842-4574. And now, the latest livestock quotes. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for the week of July the 14th. A big run here at Yorkton yesterday, over 700 cows and bulls, 500 feeders, 1,250 total head here. Cows and bulls selling steady from our last sale, D1, D2 cows, 75 to 85, sales to 87, 88. We only had a handful of cows that hit 90. D3 cows, 65 to 75, cows are averaging 81 cents. Good bulls, 106 to 116, sales to 118, 119, bulls are averaging 109. Onto the feeder market. These feeders are selling strong and active. Listen up. Four to five hundred pound steers, two thirty-five to two fifty-five. Five to sixes, two twenty-five to two forty-five. Six to seven hundred pound steers, two twelve to two twenty-four. Seven to eight hundred pound steers, one ninety-five to two thirteen. Eight to nines, one seventy-five to one ninety-four. And nine to a thousand pound steers, one sixty to one eighty. 
on the heifers, four to five hundred pound heifers, one ninety to two ten, five to six is one eighty five to two oh five, six to seven hundred pound heifers, one eighty to one ninety eight, seven to eight, one seventy five to one eighty five, eight to nine hundred pound heifers, one sixty eight to one seventy eight, and nine to a thousand pound heifers, one fifty to one seventy. Pay attention, producers. With the big numbers of cattle on the move, we decided to have a sale on Wednesday, July the 21st. With lots of producers a little short of pasture, probably better to move them sooner than later. We will have a sale next Wednesday, July the 21st. And if you want something to do this weekend, the chuck wagon and chariot races will be happening this weekend. Come on down and watch the races under the comfort of the new grandstand. That's it for this week at Heartland Yorkton. I'm Harvey Exner. Have a good day. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, two thirty-eight ninety-seven per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by the Perry Co-op Grow Team, fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton, and Strasburg. Saskatchewan-based clean tech startup, Prairie Robotics has announced closing of a $690,000 seed round led by Conexus Venture Capital. Prairie Robotics focuses on creating new technologies in the smart city space to make recycling simple. Prairie Robotics places cameras, GPS and computers on board recycling collection vehicles. The new technology allows municipalities and waste management companies to identify contaminants at the household level. Prairie Robotics is changing the economics and impact of the recycling industry by removing contamination from the recycling stream. Co-founder Sam Dietrich says pilot projects have shown that contaminants are simply due to a lack of education, and by using targeted education, recycling processing costs can be significantly reduced. He says the goal is greener cities with less waste. The company was a winner in the innovation challenge with the Saskatchewan government in 2019. On the markets, the TSX is up 36 points at 20,183. The Dow has gained 34 points at 34,967. Oil is down 66 cents at 72.47 a barrel. The Canadian dollar is down 46 one-hundredths of a cent at 79.45 cents U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicide.